The final score, Salford City 3, Wrexham 1, and can't argue with that scoreline. Uh, the main debate to be had was that or Accrington, our worst performance of the season. It was a disappointingly familiar tale as well for us as our away form continues to be frustrating. And again, though, for me, it's not that our away form is bad per se. It's that when teams play in a certain manner, then our form is bad. And the trouble is that teams are cottoning on. They've seen what has succeeded and are going to replicate it. Off the record, the Salford City manager, Carl Robinson, was bragging to people beforehand that they should wait and see what his team are going to do because they're going to make it a really ugly match. And that's working against Wrexham on the road at the moment. And it certainly was. It was a terribly scrappy game between a long ball team who executed their plan exceptionally well and a Wrexham team that wasn't able to fully respond. It got off to a bad start. Well, no, actually, I need to take that back. Wrexham, of course, fully aware of the issues we've been having on the road and clearly were given a bit of encouragement before the match to start quickly. And the first minute was great. Wrexham had real intent charging forwards and getting it in and around Salford's box. And you thought, OK, this is good. We're responding to those last two away defeats. But I'm afraid it petered out and that the pattern for much of the first half was established. Salford were hitting long balls onto Matt Smith, their massive target man. They're a long ball route one team and they executed it well. That sort of structure is very rigid. And so because of that, they know where players are. Lou Amber in particular was a threat, I thought, down the right-hand side. Salford often just launching long balls at him because they know he'd be there without even looking. And he was able to cut in from the right and cause us some problems. Although the first chance of the match came from the left. Ball swept in towards Smith. who struck it within inside the right post. Great save by a Quanquo. Got down well and pushed it around the post. But sadly for him, the corner would cause a problem. The ball swung in. He tried to reach it. Missed this as it went over his head, and there was ex Wrexham centre back Theo Vassell stooping and tumbling, nodding it in at the far post. Hugely disappointing and avoidable goal for Wrexham, and we continue to be put under pressure. Uh, long ball over Toza sent Luamba down the right hand side. He drove the shot in. A Concord with another good save, a great tip over, but then again from the corner. Elliot Watt swept the ball in towards the far post and it went straight in. Unsavable from a Conco's point of view this time. But, oh gosh, I mean, he didn't mean it, but Wrexham just looking fragile when there was a set piece anywhere. And it could have got worse as well. A great double save by a Conco a couple of minutes later. Uh, McElhenney first driving a shot in from outside the box. A Conco did well to get down and save. Morton got to the loose ball and drove it on target. And a Conco really did well to get back up again and get the block in. And Wrexham hanging on desperately. We brought in Aaron Hayden and Jordan Tunnicliffe to augment Bentoza and deal with that height and strength and aggression of Matt Smith. But it wasn't really working. Smith was having a field day. Salford were pressing hard. And the pattern that we've seen at places like Accrington and Newport 
put under pressure. Wrexham was squandering possession too often. Hayden and Tunnicliffe just looked for the early ball over the top and hit it straight through to the keeper. Um, you often see fans complaining about Wrexham hitting long balls, and I generally don't really agree. But on these occasions, it's been true, and this was the most marked of them. Trying to knock long, straight balls from the back generally means the next player to touch the ball is the opposition goalkeeper. You need some sort of angle to play those passes, or you need to be set up like a, a Route 1 team like Salford were. And the problem with getting those angles is you have to be brave enough to get the ball higher up the pitch to create those angles. And that was something Wrexham weren't doing. They weren't backing themselves to bring the ball down under this intense pressure and pass the ball through the press and expose Salford's defence. It just wasn't getting anywhere. The long ball forwards to Dolby and Mullin weren't great when they did have something to fight with as well. It's got to be said the referee allowed far too much physical contact. This is not the reason Wrexham lost, by the way. It's merely an observation. It didn't help Wrexham. Um, Vassell and Tilt were manhandling Mullin and Dolby all over the place and getting away with it. The ref was consistent in this. So, you know, I'm not saying he favoured either side, but yeah, the... the over-physical approach was it was allowed and, well, Salford therefore took full advantage of it. Um, our director for our streaming company, 24-7 Aid, says that it was like watching an American football match, the way there was so much blocking going on off the ball all the time. There certainly was, Tilton Vassell in particular, really, they, well, let's put it this way, they were exceptional if you accept they were inside the law uh, and the referee did, so they were exceptional. But goodness me, they were cynical and they were wrestling those players and blocking them off all over, the, all over the place. And Wrexham's frustration could easily have boiled over and cost us a man again. Because in the 28th minute, Vassell standing to block Mullins' path as he chased the back pass. And Mullins just got his arm up and forearm smashed him in the face. Vassell, to be fair, didn't make a big drama out of it. But the referee could easily have sent Mullins off, I thought, for it. A uh, real escape for Mullin, that. And then out of the blue, in the 40th minute, Wrexham pulled a goal back. Mullin doing really well down the left-hand side. Vassell pulling his shirt and hauling him to the floor. The referee rightly gave the free kick. McLean swept it in. It was kept alive at the far post by Dolby, who cushioned it back inside. Hayden headed towards goal. Dolby followed his pass into the box and was able to get ahead to it, ahead of the keeper and flick it in. And Wrexham were back in the game, remarkably. 2-1 at half-time. And you wondered whether Wrexham were going to start to find a way to get these away results. And they started the second half well, just like the first half. Pushing forwards, a bit more energy, with a terrific following behind the goal, uh, roaring them on. You started to think, OK, this could be it. We've already come back from 2-0 down once again, Salford. Can we do it again? A big chance from a set-piece. McLean sweeping in the corner. The goalkeeper Cairns getting a poor punch on it and punching it straight onto Mullins' head. A free header six yards out. Maybe it comes to him a bit quickly, but he did have enough time to jump and react and he headed it past the left post. Frustrating moment for him. And also, really, the last moment of hope. Because soon after that, Salford got their rhythm go going again. What? Sliding an excellent through ball down the right channel far too easily. Morton hitting a shot which he may be slightly scuffed. Good save by a Baconquo, beg your pardon. And then the ball ricocheted out to the right hand side where Declan John tried to feed it back in. 
somehow put it all the way across an open goal without anybody getting a decisive touch and it rolled just wide of the far post. It was a brief let-off, though. It took a touch off a defender and, again, within a minute, Wrexham are behind as the corner came to nothing, but it was picked up by Watt in midfield, swept a great ball into the far post. Hayden was touched tight on Smith, but Smith was still able to swing his right foot at it and volley it beautifully inside a left post. Hayden will be disappointed, I think, having got Smith where he wants him, that he wasn't able to prevent that effort. Wrexham tried to make changes. Fletcher came on for Dolby in the 66th minute and he did liven things up a little bit. He was starting to trouble tilt and Vassell in the air for the first time. Was dropping off and finding some good positions. But often Wrexham just not quick enough in moving the ball when they did have a bit of space uh, and failing to hit him when they probably ought to have done. Uh, Wrexham just, the game started to meander out. Salford continued to look intermittently dangerous, breaking forwards in the 80th minute. We brought on the two debutants, Luke Bolton coming on to replace Barnett and Marius coming on to replace Tunnicliffe as we went to the back, flat back four and tried to go a bit more direct. Marriott looked lively, couldn't get on the end of things really and there was another opportunity when Watt, who ran the game in the middle of the pitch, fed the ball out to Luambo, cut in from the right flank and hit a terrific strike which hit the bottom of the bar, bounced down and back out away to safety. Something of a relief for Wrexham. Mendy came on from McLean in the 88th minute. There were 10 minutes of added time, but we just couldn't get ahead of steam up. We managed to put a bit of pressure on Salford, but we weren't making chances. And 3-1 was how it ended. It was fascinating afterwards for me to listen to Phil Parkinson because he said exactly what I feel is the solution to the issue. As I said earlier, we've got quality midfielders. We've got players who are so comfortable on the ball, they've got to all trust each other pass in those tight areas accept that there may be the odd mistake but that they've got to get over that pass through that press and then open the opposition up you know players of the quality of Evans Cannon and and Lee are, are surely capable of doing that and Parkinson said that was the way out of it and I agree it, it's a matter of confidence and just having the steel to say right we will stick with this. This will work. We have got the quality to impose ourselves on sides that try to press us and get in our faces. Because um, that was exactly, to me, what went wrong. We also didn't deal well at the back uh, with Smith. In the game at the race course, although he scored from a set piece, he was generally pretty well controlled. We were allowing him to win headers higher, uh, deeper, and then deal with the second balls. On this occasion, he was right up on the edge of the box and causing all sorts of problems. Looking at the individual performances, well, Oconquo will be so disappointed with that first goal, and that first goal did trigger everything. But having said that, he made five or six very good saves as well. So a mixed day for him, but he certainly kept the score down. The centre-backs, well, none of them will have been too happy with things. Like I said, Hayden and Sonnycliffe playing too many bells forwards inaccurately. Um, and Tozer also had trouble with Smith. The wing-backs, Barnett, I thought, did okay, and I was a little surprised he came off, although it was understandable to try and use Bolton. Um, but he, he was defensively decent, and he came forwards and got a few crosses into the box. Didn't get many accurate crosses in, though, and usually his end product's pretty good. And McLean really struggled to get into the game, in all honesty, and maybe he could have been brought off sooner. Uh, but he just didn't. He, he put a good free kick in for the goal, but he struggled otherwise, really, to make an impact. In the middle of the pitch, I mean, Elliot Lee worked exceptionally well, but wasn't able to make much 
creative impact. George Evans had a better second half than first and was looking to be composed on the ball under pressure. Uh, made some mistakes, but was better than he was in the first half when he was rather swamped and often ended up dropping deep with the centre-backs. Cannon was man of the match. For me, he did manage to keep his cool under pressure. He was trying to carry the ball forwards. He was our most likely cause of an attack, if you will. Um, and maybe the only Wrexham player, really, who played up to his normal standards, to be frank. And then up front, I had sympathy for Mullin and Dolby, like I said. Vassell and Tilt had carte blanche to manhandle him. Uh, Mullin made a couple of good runs, but you could see he was getting frustrated. Dolby had got the goal, but really wasn't making a physical impact on those centre-backs. And then the subs, so Flesher was lively, didn't get enough good service. The two debutants, Marriott looks quick. He was popping into good areas in and around the box, but we weren't, again, giving good supply. Bolton didn't have the most happy of times. Nemei, his, uh, well, teammates as of four or five days ago, uh, gave him a bit of trouble down the flank, in all honesty. Um, but this, these were difficult circumstances for Bolton to make his debut. And Mendy actually looked very solid and decent when he came on on the left-hand side. But, yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, let's not panic here. We're fourth in the league with games in hand. We've got terrific home rec form. And it's specific types of away games that are troubling. There's not all away games. Remember what we did at Notts County, what we did at Mansfield. But the problem is, and it's ironic because it shouldn't be a problem, most of our away games now are against teams on the bottom end of the table who will play like this. Sutton is our next away game. And we saw at the race course, they are a route one team. So we're going to come up against this sort of thing a lot more. And the sooner the players are able to apply what Parkson is do saying and get the ball down and pass through these sides, the sooner we'll start winning away from home. It's not a crisis. It's far from a crisis. But we have something we need to sort out. For the first time in two and a half years, we have a problem. That's not that bad when you put it into context, is it? We just need to find a solution so we don't have to go in the playoffs. Let's see how well we fare in finding that solution. With the final score of Salford City 3, Wrexham 1, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC.